All right, people, welcome back to Music of Moonsaults, and I have a very special guest with me today. He's uh, been one of my best friends for, God, like 30 years now, dude. We're old. We're, we're getting there. <laughs> um, Daryl Eaton is with me today, rocking the Bullet Club t-shirt. Daryl, how's it going, man? Not too bad. How are you, sir? I'm all right. Just got home from work. Good. So that's over with, and uh, just ready to talk some wrestling with yeah. one of my buddies. Well, one of my major, I don't want to say major, my uh, most watched matches I've ever, Yeah. most replayed matches. Yeah, it's, uh, I haven't watched, so I, before, before I watched it, and actually I watched it twice back to back the other night, uh, just to make sure I didn't miss anything, because it's been... I uh, I wouldn't say that I've like sworn off any CM Punk matches, but it just, I just haven't gone out of my way to watch any Punk matches, you know, since he left. Just because you know, it's just whatever, you yeah. know. Um, and here I'm, I'm the biggest mark for both of the wrestlers that you can you right. can get. So <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> but this, yeah, this is a phenomenal match. Uh, so we, uh, this is the Wrestling Wayback Machine number nine. And we're talking uh, the John Cena versus uh, CM Punk WWE Championship match from Money in the Bank 2011 that took place at the Allstate Arena in Chicago, Illinois on July 17th, 2011. Uh, Before we get into everything, please leave a thumbs up on the video. And if you have not subscribed yet, please subscribe. Get me up to 100 subscribers by October and I will be reviewing... The very first Taylor Swift album with Jeremy Lambert in October. So <laughs> that that's a little uh, teaser for you, a little little a carrot at the end of the rope to to kind of entice you because if you know me, uh, Taylor Swift not exactly my thing. But for you people to uh, to get me uh, to my goal, I will do that for you. Um, and then uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Ivan S. Chris over on Facebook, facebook.com slash music of moonsaults, anchor.fm slash Christopher dash Bordine five for audio. If that's more your speed. Um, but yeah, so and it's cool because we're we're recording this on the 10 year anniversary of the promo that started this this whole uh, story, which is kind of cool. Um so 10 years ago uh, to, today is the 27th of June and it was the pipe bomb promo by punk where he s- sat on the stage and, and kind of just uh, let it all out off his chest right there on the, on the ramp. Um, so we're trying to remember, were you on the road still on at this time? Yes, I was, I was on the road at this time yet. Okay. Um, I didn't, um, my roommate at the time also happened to be a huge wrestling fan. Okay. Um, so I did see, was able to see it live and oh, nice. we just both kind of look at each other's jaw dropped and a couple exclamations and it was just like, did that just happen? Right. <laughs> right. I did not see it live. Cause at this time, um, I did not have, uh, I was too poor to pay for cable or internet at the time. Um, 
because of my situation. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. Daryl knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, so what I was doing is I would have I was having my dad record raw on a videotape on Mondays, and then I would pick it up Tuesday and come home and watch it. And for whatever reason, I was uh. So I was kind of like I was always watching, but I was I, I was going through like ups and downs in my fandom around this time because you know my favorite wrestler is Shawn Michaels. The year before he's reti- he gets retired, so yeah. I'm, so at that point I'm kind of like oh okay. Then they do this hot angle with the Nexus, and I was all into that. And then they kind of killed that. I'm like oh okay. And then they had CM Punk be the new leader of the Nexus, which I was all into because I was a big CM Punk fan at the time as well. And then that kind of just ruined that as well, which brings us to this point. On this night, um, Cena had just won back the WWE title, um, I believe, at the at the previous pay-per-view, which was, I want to say it was Capital Carnage or Capital Punishment or something like that. Um or maybe he wanted it the one before. I don't remember exactly. Yeah, but he won- it was like a one-off, one-off, one-off yeah. pay-per-view things. Yeah, he he won it. You know, he he lost to Miz at WrestleMania, but then wins it back shortly thereafter. We'll leave it at that. So on this night, there was a, a number one contenders match. I want to say it was a triple threat match. I have no idea who else was in the match. I don't remember. I didn't go back and look. Uh, but Punk wins, and afterwards he announces that his contract expires the day of money in the bank and that he's going to win the title and then walk out of the company with the belt. And then later that night he attacks Cena, uh, who had like a hardcore match or a tables match or something. Um, he attacks Cena cuts the pipe bomb promo where he, you know, runs down Vince McMahon, everyone from Vince McMahon to, to the rock to triple H and Stephanie to John Laurinaitis. He just lays waste to everybody on the microphone. Um, and here we are. Uh, and there's some back and forth, you know, Vince tries suspending punk and then he gets re you know, Cena, John, John wants him reinstated. Yeah. And, Cena, yeah. Cena makes Vince reinstate him. Cause he's like, this is what the people want. You know, he's, he's trying to do the baby face thing. Uh, even though, you know, half the crowd's booing him all the time anyway. Um, and he's like, uh, these, you know, these people, this is the match that people want. So Vince reinstates Punk and adds the caveat that if Cena loses and Punk does, in fact, walk out with the belt, then John Cena's fired. Um, you gotta say it right. You're yeah. fired. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and there's even, and all the while, Vince is trying to negotiate on screen and off screen with Punk, uh, trying to get him to resign. And on screen, he's not successful. Uh, we'll come to find out that off screen he was. Uh, yeah. But so that leads us to Good. here, uh, the main event. Uh, it's in Punk's hometown of Chicago, um, and and this it's a it's just a great match. The atmosphere is, you know, last month I, I talked about the, the John Cena RVD match from One Night Stand, and this is almost at that same level. Um, it's not quite as one, even though it's in Punk's hometown, it's not quite as one-sided as that, as that One Night Stand crowd was, because you do see some Cena fans, 
you do hear some let's go Cena chants during the course of the match, but but it's still it's pretty much I would say it's probably at least seventy five twenty five in favor of Punk here. Yeah, it, it, it reminded me off the bat of a night after WrestleMania. Yeah, just that at, just that atmosphere of yeah, it. It was very similar, very similar. Um, so Punk comes out first, um, and. You know, everyone talks, you know, about the Cult of Personality theme for good reason. That's that's a great song. I've long loved that song, even before Punk was using it. It's an oldie but a goodie. But I his his this theme here from the Kill Switch Engage theme is, is a banger as well. Um I like uh this theme very, very much. Um so Punk comes out and, and you know, just the crowd is hyped. You know, he's you know sitting in the middle of the ring, just taking it all in, you know, talking to, to his friends and family in the front row and stuff like that. And then, yeah, I I love that. You know, they, the camera was at every single angle, not to show Cole Cabana. Yeah, they tried. They tried all they could do not to show him a couple times. They weren't successful, but yeah, it was, they tried very hard not, not to show him. Yeah, I mean, I, I, at one time during the match, I think Jerry Lawler even said he's, he's slapping hands with the slapping hand, yeah, slapping hands with his fans or something yeah. like that. It's like, oh, that's kind of his best friend at, at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the time, yeah, <laughs> in better better times. Um, so then Cena comes out, and I like, um, I liked his demeanor here. Normally, when Cena would come out, he'd He'd stand at the top of the ramp and talk to the camera and do the salute and show his towel and then run to the ring. This time he just walked, just walked. He didn't run. He walked, made a beeline right to the ring. No salute, no nothing. They even make a mention of that on commentary that he's, there's no salute tonight, but from Zena. Um, and he gets, uh, gets in the ring and, this unlike one night stand, he 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 finds a fan in the front row he can throw his shirt to that that won't throw it back. So so that's good. Um, and I like the guy that held up the Cena meet Cena yeah. sign in the in the front row because yeah, and honestly, from a distance, he did look just like Cena. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think you know Michael Cole did actually a really good job here at the beginning of 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 selling the importance of of the title and and running down you know the lineage of all the all the p- legends that have held the title you know and putting over the fact that you know it could all be it could go all go away if punk wins and, and walks out um so you know they kind of start the match and <laughs> exchange some holds and stuff and the crowd is chanting you can't wrestle and there's a point where <laughs> punk stops yep. and, and he's like who me <laughs> and the crowd goes it starts saying no yeah. and then he points at cena and they go yeah and he goes okay i'm just checking <laughs> thought that was really funny um again uh, you know uh, again michael cole gets a lot of flack and you know sometimes rightfully so but he, i think he did a pretty good job in this match you know a lot of times they they try to ignore you know history and stuff like that but they make mention of the fact that punk was part of cena's entrance at wrestlemania 22 in this very same building um um and then I'm not a, especially in this era, I am not a fan of Jerry Lawler on commentary. I thought he had he had 
well past jump the shark at this point. He didn't really add anything to me. Um, but he does make a good point, you know, kayfabe wise about, uh, you know, maybe it wasn't such a good idea to vent for Vince to put all this extra pressure on Cena of, if you don't win this match, you're fired. Yeah. I mean, just going into this match too, the storyline that they built up for it. Yeah. Not to, not, not, not to like really narc on today's product, but I mean, you don't see storylines like that right now. Mm -hmm. So yeah. yeah, And Jerry Lawler just, it's like, well, you you get, you put that pressure on John Cena. Now is John Cena going to, be big max john like he always is or yeah or is he gonna yeah um and that kind of that kind of plays into the finish of the match too once we get there um oh. like i said there are some let's go see in the chance uh the announcers 13,815 people in the crowd um the and then he punk throws scene outside this is where you mentioned he, he's slapping hands with colt and stuff like yep. that and now the, that that first time he get, got thrown out, or before he got the thrown outside, um, Punk was uh, had Cena on the uh, rain apron. Cena was hanging off, and Punk went to do a knee to the back of the neck. Yes, yes. And, and yeah, I, I the first and you know at the time, you know we're both younger, everything else. So you just like, oh my god, it. You know, you just hit him back in the neck, but you can see right now after, you know, years of watching wrestling, they had the wrong camera angle when Punk totally m- missed Cena yeah. in the back of the neck. Yeah, to, but, be honest, it, to be honest, I didn't even pay attention to that. I okay. was, uh, so it, it still worked with me, so. They, they showed on replays for the behind the angle, mm-hmm. behind Punk's back. So it looks like they actually hit him, but the oh. actual live angle it was, you can just see like missed by six, eight inches of Cena's neck and kind of just like, well, yeah, all right. I, he was doing what he was supposed to do, just yeah. around camera, just around camera angle. Right. Um uh they uh or punk hits a they get back in the ring, punk hits like a springboard twisting cross body yep. and then uh cena kind of starts favoring his knee a little bit mm-hmm. um yeah. and i had that written down on my notes too do you do you think that was supposed to be a uh roll through and john pick him up i don't think so because they did that spot <laughs> later in the match um yeah. i don't think so i think they were just trying to kind of add a little something you know, I, I add a little bit more doubt into, oh, is, is John going to be able to pull this off? Because he's got this, you know, now he's got Me this injury that, that's yeah. kind of bugging him. Um, and then uh, Cena suplexes Punk off the apron back down to the floor, which was really, really a cool spot. Um, didn't see Cena especially doing a lot of stuff like that at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and by this point, we're already like thir- over 13, almost 14 minutes into this match. Um, so there's just a lot of really good action early. Um, they get back in the ring, uh, and Cena hits like a modified AAA into a power slam type thing. Um, and then he puts Punk in a abdominal stretch. 
uh, but Punk rakes the eyes to escape, and then they do a double drop down spot at like seventeen fifteen. Um, so, uh, Punk goes to hit one of his running high knees in the corner and misses. Um, and then Cena goes in to do the five knuckle shuffle. Um, but Punk kicks him in the face when he's doing the you can't see me taunt. Um, and then this is when Cena, he throws Cena back outside and hits the suicide dive, um, at about the 1835 mark. And that was, that was a big spot in this match was, was that dive. Yes. And that's when I noticed he, because again, he did it right in front of his family and yeah, friends he right there. He, 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 yeah, yeah, he, he, he literally looked up on his mom and was like, yeah. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, Punk goes for like a clothesline off the top and misses. Cena does hit the five knuckle shuffle. Um, goes for an AA, but Punk counters. Um, uh, Punk goes for a go to sleep, but uh, Cena counters it into a gut wrench suplex, which was a cool spot. Yep. Um, and then he goes. Cena goes for another AA, but Punk like kind of gets him over to the ropes and then hits two of the running knees while while Cena is like uh propped up against the ropes. And, and, and go yeah, ahead. that that one. I, yeah. I think it was the second one. Really, and like really connected. He made like, up for, it, he, he made up for that neck uh that neck spot. Yeah. They they show a slow motion. It's like, ooh, yeah, yeah that, was, that that was actually a connection. Got gotta lay that in there, dude. Gotta lay it in. <laughs> um but uh and then he hits uh the bulldog after that, and then the, the springboard uh clothesline uh from the outside back in. And gets a near fall, um, but then Cena locks in the uh, STF yep. at about eh, twenty two fifty one, but Punk gets to the ropes, and it's really again just really a lot of back and forth action here. Um, this is where they do Punk hits a crossbody, but then that's when Cena rolls through for an AA. But, um, I I, I yeah. liked um, before that crossbody and roll through. Um, Cena again outside of his character really mm-hmm. um, went to the top rope and then Punk almost like countered into a uh, power bomb. Oh, right there. Yeah. Um, I thought that was later, but yeah, you're, it was around here. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. Um, where am I at here? Um, yeah, they do the roll through. Um, he attempts another go to sleep. Cena counters yeah. to the SDF. Uh, Punk gets to the ropes. Cena pulls him back to the center, uh, and then Punk counters back into the Anaconda Vice. And they're again, they're they're trading holds. And I think Punk's doing a really good job. Well, both guys are really doing a good job of of showing that Cena can indeed wrestle. Uh, but, but, you know, punk is, is almost like matching is matching him move for move here. Um, and then Cena finally hits an AA, but only gets a two count. Um, and then I think this is when he attempts the first top row Blake drop, but then punk counters into the power bomb for the two count. Um, then, uh, then punk tries for a GTS, 
Cena gets to the ropes. Um, Cena hangs Punk on the top rope. Uh, and then he goes back up and hit, and this time he hits the top rope leg drop across the back of Punk's neck and gets a two count out of that. Um, Cena hits a second AA at 2943, but Punk kicks out at two again. And this is when Cena starts showing some frustration. He's over, he's, he's, you know, complaining to the ref, um, like, come on, that was, that was three, uh, which is giving Punk a little bit of time to recover. Um, he goes over, he puts Punk on the, uh, on the rope, on the top rope, and he's going to try for a super AA off the second rope, but Punk, uh, hits him with a bunch of elbows to the skull and then hits a top rope or maybe it was a second rope Frankensteiner. So, yep. And then we're getting really getting into the finish here. Uh, Punk finally hits a GTS, but Cena falls out of the ring, which is really good. It does, you know, they did a really good job of. I think they they really put over the GTS in this match. You know, Cena didn't kick out. He ended up rolling out of the ring. Um, and I think the only other one that that Punk hit is the one that that finishes the match here in a little bit. Um. But, uh, correct, correct, and I had that too. Um, he hit that, rolled out of the rain. The only other outside the finisher, only yeah. other one uh, he hit was uh, it connected in the ribs. It didn't connect under underneath the jaw. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. You're right. Um. So. Um. So. Uh. He he goes out. He gets Cena. Gets him back in the ring. And then this is when Vince and, and John Laurinaitis come out. Um, and we're at the 32-minute, 35-second mark here. Um, and this, you know, causes a distraction, which is so played out now. Like, they do yeah. it so much now. It's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but it was effective here because of, of the story leading in. Um, and it wasn't like a, a huge. It was just like a, a punk looking back and seeing these two guys and thinking, oh, God, what's going to happen? Um, but it's just enough of the distraction that he gets back in and Cena gets him back in the STF. And then Vince sends Johnny down to try and get the bell ring, do another screw job here. Uh, cause we can't think of anything else to do other than rehash the Montreal screw job over and over again. Um, and, and I know the commentators mentioned that at one point during the match mm-hmm. and, and actually that's the first thing after rewatching the match um, for the first time, I watched it maybe twice um, leading up to this podcast. Um, the first time I, I the, we were probably 10 minute mark in and I was like, man, this is almost like the Montreal screw job. And it wasn't 30 seconds later yeah. that someone mentioned, was like, Oh, it's the Montreal screw job. And, yeah. I will yeah. say of all the times that they've, they've, you know, either, flat out redone it or you know alluded to it or whatever this one makes the most sense because it's almost you know this time it's it's in a kayfabe scenario where you know a guy is leaving as champion whereas the screw job brett was actually on his way out the door as champion um so at least this this kind of made sense why they would play into that. But again, it's one of those things where they do it so much in other scenarios where it kind of loses its effectiveness. Um, but anyways, uh, 
so Vince sends Johnny down, try and ring the bell, but Cena, and I don't know how Cena saw it. It was my, it didn't be my one critique because he wasn't facing them, but somehow he had like this sixth sense that Johnny's coming down to the ring. And so he releases the hold and runs out and decks Laurinaitis. And I'm like, there's no way Cena saw him yet. So that that was that was the one thing where I was like, ah, that could have been just a little bit better, uh, but but not a much to not enough to to ruin the match by any means. But oh. um, but uh, so then Cena goes face not right in Vince's face, but he's yelling at Vince in the <laughs> aisle way, like you know, basically win or lose, my way. win yeah. or lose, this is gonna take place. This is gonna go down in the ring here, um. And then Cena gets back in the ring and and runs right into a GTS, and then Punk gets the one two three thirty three minutes forty three seconds. Uh, Punk is your new WWE champion. Uh, John Cena is fired, which again is like the second time in like a year he had been fired because back during the Nexus angle the previous fall they had a thing yeah. where if. Uh, he was a special guest referee in a Randy Orton Wade Barrett title match, and if Barrett didn't win the title, Cena was fired. He's fired, and yeah. Orton won, so they fired him. And I don't even remember how he got his job back that time. Um, but yeah, so they fire him. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, I mean, even after this, he was back on Raw like that next night. It wasn't the next night. It was. I think it was the week after. The week out, or yeah, um, yeah. and then they just brought out a brand new belt. And well, yeah, like we'll, nothing ever we'll, happened. We'll get there because the because I want to talk about the aftermath of this too because I, I think they kind of bungled that a little bit too, um, as they're prone to do. Um, so Vince then goes down and grabs Jerry Lawler's headset and yep. calls for Del Rio, who had won the Raw Money in the Bank match earlier this night. And I did like that Del Rio came running down without music um, to try and kind of maybe sneak up on Punk. Doesn't work. Punk sees him coming, gives him a kick to the head, and then and he scurries out of the ring and is, hops on the barricade and is sitting on the barricade, blows Vince a kiss, and out <laughs> through the crowd he goes. And that's how we go off the air. Um... Later that night, he posts a photo of the title in his fridge, which is <laughs> kind of fa- a famous thing. And like, it's cool because you know he's obviously he's not on Raw the next night. And I know uh, in, 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 in real life, isn't this where he married April? No, no, he didn't, no. He, him and AJ doesn't get don't get married until after he's left. Okay. Yeah, they don't get married till after he leaves the company. Yeah, for some reason, I thought this was when he, they were taken off to get married. No, he just was, you know, because they needed to sell it because they had, you know, even though he really did resign. And that was kind of the cool thing is, like, we're, you know, kind of left left to wonder and assume. Like, I assumed because they let him win the title that he had resigned. But you didn't know if it was, like, a long-term thing yeah. or if. It was like a hey, we'll uh, have you win the title, then you just you know add a, add another month to your contract, and then and then you know drop it, and then and then you can be done 
because I know they've done that before. I think when Jeff Hardy left in '09, like his contract was supposed to be up like in like July, and they signed an extension, and he won the title, and then dropped it to Punk at SummerSlam. Um, but so you mentioned the next night. Um, but no, yeah. So he Punk did he like he went to a Cubs game. And did the seventh inning stretch with the belt. And, you know, he's making a few appearances around town, but not really anything of, you know, super serious. Um, so they do a tournament for a new champion. Because they're like, ah, well, <laughs> we'll just, cre- you know, we'll just make a new yeah. WWE title. You know, we'll, and, you know, we'll just not even acknowledge that and we'll, you know, start fresh. Yep. And so I think they had like a I think it was a four person tournament. Um and they had the two semifinal matches the next night. And I know Ray was one of the finalists. I don't remember who the other one was. Might have been Miz, I don't know. Um and then the following week to open the show is when um Ray wins the title. Now uh <coughs> So then Triple H comes out and says that the board of directors have spoken and they reinstate John Cena. So then Cena challenges Ray for later that night for a WWE title match. And Cena beats Ray to clo- in the main event of that show. Yeah. And here's where I think they really screwed up. Um, A, they brought Cena back too soon. But B, on top of that, Cena wins the title from Ray, and then this is when we hear Cult of Personality for the first time. And uh, it starts, and, you know, everyone's like, what's going on? It takes, you know, it plays for a while before Punk makes his presence known, and he out he comes. And he's got his title, and the crowd's going crazy. And he come gets in the ring, and him and Cena are face to face. And I, the the show goes off the air with them like trading, like in opposite corners, each taking turns raising the belt and having their music played. I remember that, but I just I, I felt it then, and I feel it even stronger now. They they rushed this whole thing, and I get they wanted to get, you know, have the the title you know, unification match at SummerSlam, which is what they ended up doing. I get that, but at the same time, you gotta you gotta let things breathe. You can't just hot shot stuff like this. Uh I, I would have it would have been a good month at least for me of of not having punk on TV. What's and, and I yeah, and I agree with that. I mean, it, it would the longer it would have stretched out, the more it's like, well, maybe he did leave. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, at the time there was there was like dirt sheets and stuff like that, but it wasn't like it is now where you know something happens and boom, we instantly know it. Right. It's like it it, it was more. It's like oh, maybe he did leave. Maybe he's like, are we going to see him on? Um, you know, well, in, uh, yeah, TN, in, not TNT, uh, TNA, 
TNA in his, in his pipe in the pipe bomb promo he mentions New Japan and Ring of Honor. You know, yep. maybe, you know, maybe we'll see him. I might have even let him go and do that. Like, maybe not wrestle a match, but show up at least. You know, add some. You know, the more you can add credibility to the story, the better off. Like, I don't know. I just felt like they kind of dropped the ball on the aftermath of this. So. No, I agree with that. 100%. But that doesn't take away what an awesome match it is. Um, Like I said, I watched it twice back to back the other night and I, it didn't, didn't take away my enjoyment. I could, I could go watch it again right now and still uh, enjoy it. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, I, I got I watched it earlier this week, and then I uh, came home, got done with work today about noon, came home and watched it naturally. My wife uh, sat down and watched it with me because she was a John Cena fan. Uh-huh. After the match, she, she even go, you know, she'll watch wrestling maybe once, twice a year. Yeah. After the, this match, she actually got like, that was a damn good match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's up there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it is. It is. It's, it, it's, uh, it's it's up there for sure. It probably is in my, I don't know, top ten matches of all time. Like it's that good. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just the two of them just had a really good chemistry. They would go on and have, you know, I I, I don't remember the SummerSlam match of this year being that great, but then they would go on uh, later when uh, when Punk is in the middle of his super long championship reign. Towards the end of it, when he when he kind of turns heel, they have a couple. Well, the, the match where Cena cashes in Money in the Bank on Raw 1000, that's a really good match. Um, the match at Night of Champions, I want to say 2012 uh, in Chicago, which ends in like a draw or something like that. That That's a that's a really good match. So um, they have a really good chemistry like together. You, yeah, it's like you just said, like, yeah, chemistry. That's all it is. Yep. So, yep. So, Daryl, any other thoughts? Uh, no, I'm, yeah, it, it was a good match. Great match. Um, easily could have been a main eventer at a uh, WrestleMania. Uh-huh. Um, and just rock the place, especially if that, which will never happen again, but if that WrestleMania was in Chicago. Right, right, right. <laughs> Yeah. But it, yeah, it it was like I said. I'm I'm a big fan of both of them. Um, still am. Yeah, I, I, at this time I I was not a Cena fan at all. I was very anti Cena. Uh, I've come nope, to. I remember that. Yes, <laughs> uh, I've come to have an appreciation for him now. Um, that that you know i was like oh you know what he he was he was he was good at what he did at the time and i'm actually looking forward you know if the rumors are true and he ends up coming back for SummerSlam this year i'm looking forward to that um and i and i was a i was a big punk fan at the time um and i've you know i say if he comes back it'll have to be bobby lashley now because edge came back and facing roman reigns now I, I that's that's taking place at Money in the Bank, so. Oh, that's Money in the. I thought they stretched out to SummerSlam. No, they they already announced it. It's for Money in the Bank, so. Okay. So we're still good. 
We'll still All get right. for for Cena. <laughs> we still got chance. <laughs> Cena Roman. So, but. All right, uh, Daryl, you want to yeah. uh, give out your – I got the, your Twitter handle on the screen, but if you want to – Tell you the truth, I don't even know it. So. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, yeah, you, you got to – yeah, you got to adjust that, man. It's it's just – it's Daryl with a bunch of numbers after number, it. Like, yeah, yeah, and I've tried to look at it, but I'm not very tech-friendly <laughs> or anything like that. And I basically ha- have my social media right now for uh, – me coaching football here locally yeah. so yeah. <laughs> after that um yeah yeah daryl coaches youth uh middle school and high school football and football you know. stuff like that so yeah all right man well so it's been a pleasure and i thank you first ever time sitting down on a podcast with you so yes. i appreciate yeah, it i'm glad uh I'm glad uh, you uh, you reached out, you yeah responded to my tweet and and said you'd come on. That was was like oh, oh yeah, yeah. into my best two boys. Come I, on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and then and then I got Matt. Matt, like what the hell? And I'm like, dude, you just got back. You're you're just like he wasn't even back from vacation yet. I'm like, you're gonna be just coming back from vacation. And uh, and then it actually turns out that it ended up being good that he he didn't because you know they had some some stuff go some family stuff happened yeah i see that yeah which is hard yeah yeah so but all right man it's been a pleasure all right thank Uh, you sir no problem thank you i'll talk to you later and uh all the rest of you out there see ya